0: Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, John. Um, we are going to talk about UFC Brunson versus uh, Jacare, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, upcoming fight with uh, DC against Steepeg, and um, I think that's about it. What we're going to talk about right now. That sounds good. That's a, that's this is episode
1: no. fourteen. That's a, fourteen. That's episode fourteen. We are
0: making we're making ground. Okay, so. Let's go right for the the main event. The main
1: event. So this was on Fox, UFC, on Fox.
0: On Fox, it was uh, it was their second fight. It was a fi- it was a scheduled for five. Um, I don't I don't think it went five. Um, I think it went. Did it go into the second? I think it went into the second.
1: It said right. It was round one.
0: Oh, was it round one?
1: Oh yeah. shit. Anyway, so this is a, it's their second fight between Jacare.
0: Jacare and Brunson fought before in WEC, and Jacare knocked him out with a right hand. There's, I mean, you can knock a, anyone out with any punch, but the most common ways to knock out a southpaw, if you're regular or orthodox, is with either a right hand or a right leg head kick. So the first fight they fought, he knocked him out with a right hand, and this fight, he knocked him out with a right leg head kick. Is so, he
1: a, are they both southpaw? Self- No.
0: Brunson is a southpaw. And uh, Jacare is orthodox, so that means his right foot's back. So basically, he just stepped up to Brunson and threw his right leg right up to his head. Brunson stepped back and tried to block it, but like this. Guys...
1: He partially blocked it. You
0: don't want to block a kick like this to the head. You want to block it, you want to move in on it, or you want to block it with both hands or you want to try to catch it, but you don't want to block it like this because then, in essence, you're knocking yourself out, right? I mean, he so his hand was up, but the kick still landed. Basically, for all intents and purposes, that kick knocked him out. It didn't knock him unconscious, but it put him on queer street, and I think three punches later, the referee stopped it and he was done. So it was a knockout by head kick, first round, um, Jacare is unbelievable. He's, he's like the first, he's the, either the best or the second best jujitsu practitioner in the whole UFC. Um, and I got to give it to, uh, um, I got to give it to, uh, Damian Maia. Damian Maia has worked on his takedowns because he didn't have really good takedowns and he was also, he's like either number one and number two, Straight jujitsu player, and when I say straight jujitsu player, that's opposed to gay jujitsu player, which I don't even know if there's a division for that. But if not, there should be. If not, that's a little bigoted. But anyway, so he is like the number one or number two jujitsu player. Damian Maya is, and he has really good takedowns now. But his striking has not evolved as much as Zachary. Zachary' is knocking people out with head kicks, with punches. Um, he has great takedowns, great def- takedown defense. And once he gets you on the ground, you're going to sleep. Or you're going to lose an arm. So I feel like he's could be one of the most dangerous, well-rounded fighters in the UFC today. I mean, if not the, he's definitely one of the. So, I mean, and, and a guy like um, Brunson has really good... Um, Really good takedowns. He's a wrestler who's developed n- unbelievable knockout power with his hands. But he's sloppy. And he's wild. And he sets himself up for knockouts like he did against Whitaker. And he set himself up for this fight. I mean, he just, he was a little gut- careless. I mean, if he got his stuff a little a little sharper, a little cleaner on his technique, he has a killer knockout punch. Okay, and he has unbelievable takedowns, unbelievable takedown defense, unbelievable ground control. So if he gets his his uh, if he gets out of that wildness, which, oh, it opens him up for knockouts, like against Whitaker, like it just did against uh, Jacare. That kick Jacare threw wasn't even set up; it was just out of the blue. He threw his right leg out, and 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 uh, Brunson was just a little so wild. He just didn't even block that kick to the head and got knocked out. If he works on his, his, uh, his technique a little and gets a little sharper, he's going to be a lot more dangerous. He's going to get climb the ladder a lot higher because his takedowns, his power, his takedown defense is like top of the top. He just needs to clean up his carelessness. He's too careless. And you can't be careless...
1: When you have a when you're fighting a brutal uh, striker, yeah, I thought Jacare a brutal striker. Like you said, he's a jiu-jitsu guy, or but he's quite a striker too. And what did you think about the stoppage? So I think that was a little controversial stoppage. I thought it was fine personally, but uh,
0: I think it was Big Dan. I think I forget who stopped it, but whoever stopped it stopped it at the perfect time. He was so hurt. That he was not defending himself. He got kicked in the head and then punched at least two, maybe three solid shots with absolutely no defense. His hands were down. He was kind of crumpled up. The fence was holding him up. And Jacare was punching him. He's punching him in the face like this. With absolutely no coverage. No blockage at all. So that was a perfect stoppage.
1: What do you wait for? A coma to set in? No, I thought it was perfect too. Yeah. I think when they first stopped it I think the guys call the fight kind of like, Oh, that was early, but then as they look back at it, they they're like, look, well he wasn't defending himself. Yeah. And I think as you watched it back in slow motion, he wasn't defending himself. Yeah, so. he wasn't. So and if you look if you watch Jacare, when he kicked him, he just kinda of walked him down. He didn't really jump on him. He just
0: He knew. When you kick someone in the head like that, unless you're fighting somebody like Arturo Gatti or Leonard Garcia um, you know they're done when that kick with his shin landed like right on his head. He knew for a fact he was done, so he just took his time and said, "All right, referee, you gonna stop this? You gonna stop it?" And then he stopped it. There's no way Brunson was gonna recover from that head kick unless Jacare gave him like 20 minutes or something.
1: Who do you think he fights next, Jacare? I have no idea. I I I'd like to see him fight. Um, he fought Whitaker recently. And lost to Whitaker, I think that was his last loss. Was it? Uh, yeah,
0: I, I'd like to. Uh, okay, then uh, you know I would like to see him fight.
1: Is That what he you lost want? to Whitaker.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe I'd like to see him fight uh, uh, Michael uh, Bisping.
1: That might be interesting. That might be an interesting fight.
0: But anyway, he's. I think. I think uh, Rolando Sosa or Jacques um I think he's he could easily be champion. Will he be a champion? We don't know. We're just a pitmaster in the dock. But he could easily be a champion with his punching power, with his unbelievable state of the art second to none jiu-jitsu, he could easily become a champion. He's one arm bar away from a title.
1: And at his age, he's how old is he? He's 38. He looks good. Yeah, he's, but he's thirty-eight. So if he's gonna be a champion, he'll hopefully be the champion soon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So,
0: so that was a good one. That was a good fight, uh, Jacare Brunson, bro. You'll be back. Sharpen up. Tighten up your defense just a little bit, and you're gonna you're gonna be virtually unstoppable, because your takedowns, your power, your aggressiveness, everything you have is so great. The only thing you're lacking is defense and a little bit of sharpness. You're too wild, and that's why you're getting caught. All right? And, so, he, and the
1: fact that he blocked it, though, maybe he was expecting a punch. I don't know what he was expecting. But
0: yeah, he was no he wasn't expecting punch. It was too far away. He saw a kick coming up. He put his hand he, – he was way too lackadaisical. He was nonchalant. You can be nonchalant like um, if you're – I don't know, breaking up with some girl that you don't want to you don't want anything to do with anymore and you're on the phone, you can be nonchalant. Okay? When you're ordering your your Starbucks, you can be a little nonchalant. But when you're blocking a head kick in a UFC fight, that is not the time to be nonchalant. Be ri- be very fucking chalant. Okay,
1: is there a chalant? Because if there must be, if there's a nonchalant, extra chalant, <laughs> you, <should
0: be. laughs> you gotta be extra chalant. That's a new word. Right. You gotta be extra chalant when you're blocking that shit. Because you can be a champion, uh, Derek Brunson. You really can, uh, and definitely Jacare could. But you can do. You need to be more chalant. Those punches hurt. You know that by Whitaker. Don't be so sloppy work on that a little bit if you need help give me a call text me tweet me instagram me or facebook me message but do it on message private message
1: all right all right next fight was uh bermudez and feely what'd you think i thought it was a really exciting
0: fight um it wasn't like uh going back and forth knockout they just went back and forth with 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 uh really good striking um i could see it going either way i would have given it to dennis because my preference is the aggression and 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 the way he was fighting more andre did a lot of good stuff he had he had they both did so his was longer and he had he he probably i don't even know how who landed more
1: he landed quite a few more
0: whoa dennis did yeah wow i didn't know that okay wow yeah, Dennis landed a the, the, shit ton more. The
1: stats look like Bermuda should have won. Also, when you're watching that fight, I thought he won. Yeah. And also looking at the card, wow. so this was a split decision.
0: That was a split decision. I, yeah, I, I would have de- given it to Dennis, but and, uh, Andre Feely is is a really good fighter, and I mean, just watching it, it went it went back and forth in in, in punches, but Dennis was the aggressor and moving forward more. So I would have given him that fight. No, nothing away from Andre Feely. I love Dennis Bermudez. I think he's uh, he's like he's like a consummate fighter. He's just he's a fighter. He can do everything in there. Um, he's an unbelievable fighter. He's a. Let me tell you about a funny story about uh, him. He's fighting Siler. He's the guy that fought Steven Siler, and and I don't. I've never met him before. I didn't really know what he looked like, uh, and they were actually sitting outside the locker room after the weigh-in playing a video game like this close like they're playing a video game on a cell phone together and they're about to fight the next day and i like i walked up to Syler and i was working his corner i was like hey who's your buddy man and he goes oh coach this is dennis mermunis i'm fighting him tomorrow and i i, I said what the fuck are you doing chatting with him then well i mean what are you guys, like, best buddies? And, and uh, Sally goes, no, we're really good friends, man. He's a great guy. Yeah, his name's Dennis Bermudez. He's a really good guy. And they kept playing their game. They're, like, playing, like, head to head. So I'm thinking, oh, they must be good friends. They're probably not going to beat each other up very much tomorrow night. Man, they got into that cage, and they just swung. They, were, they beat the shit out of each other. Then they hugged each other, and after the fight, they were back in the dressing room, Playing a video game again. I love you, Dennis Bermudez. You are a great fighter. Great fight. I thought you won. You're going to be back. You're, no, you're not going anywhere. The UFC will not be getting rid of you anytime soon. And Andre Feely, I didn't see anything you did wrong. I thought he was, Dennis was just a little more aggressive. So I think you're a great fighter, too. I love your camp. I love the way you fought. You have a lot of good angles and shit. Polynesians, Holy Pride. I know what you mean. So anyway, that was a good fight.
1: One of the, the interesting thing about the split decision, one of the one of the judges gave all three, three. rounds, three all three rounds to Bermuda. He was
0: he was that that referee was or that judge was um, he was special. He was one of those special uh, short bus guys.
1: The one that Muslim. gave all three rounds to Bermuda. Yeah. No. Oh, oh shit. No. No. I, yeah. I thought, I thought, okay. No. No. One of them gave all three rounds to Bermuda. The and other then, yeah. two okay. gave two rounds to okay. and One round. So. so uh, I don't know. That's a kind of a I, I could have gone a, like very unsatisfying. Yeah, twenty nine, twenty
0: eight. I thought for uh, Dennis, but uh, thirty, twenty seven. I would have taken that, but I thought you meant it the other way around. But anyway, so good fight. Uh, actually, it was it was semi great. It was a really good fight. I don't know if it it wasn't quite great, but it was it was very good. And both fighters are world class, top of the line. They will be back, and uh, good job. What yeah. else we got?
1: So there were two more fights on the main card. All right, this fight,
0: this fight, well, this fight was a non-fight.
1: This is Rinaldi. Yeah, Rinaldi. Yeah. Let me
0: just say something. Gillespie. Rinaldi is good, and 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 I don't think the UFC should get rid of him because I think against most people he's gonna do really good. I don't think he'll ever be a champion at this stage. He might build up to that stage. But he's definitely a good fighter. But this this uh this uh Gillespie guy, that guy's a freak. He's gonna be a champion within a year. I can mark my words. He will be a champion in a year. I think he's what 55 pounds? I think they're 155. Um But it he is um he's he's uh He's gonna, he's gonna climb that ladder real quick. Yeah, he's they're one fifty five. Yeah, he's gonna climb the ladder. He's 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 got he's like some kind of wrestling freak, like uh, Olympic level uh, wrestler, power wrestler, power striker, like kind of like like a Dan Henderson type striker. I mean, but sharper, um, more tools in his toolbox, um, and we'll see about his chin. But right now, he looks unbeatable. Mark my words, he will be in the top ten within three months. In the top, he'll be a champion or fighting for a title within a year. This guy is a freak. He's, he's great. I don't even know where he trains. What, what camp is he out of?
1: Um, uh, here, I'll click on him here.
0: Yeah, I don't even know where he's training. He is... Long Island. Oh, okay. So he's, he's, you're going all the way, bro. I don't know you I never talked to you I've never seen you fight before but I could feel that and I'm pretty good at that feeling that uh um if somebody's gonna be really good I can just feel it he's gonna go all the way whether he's gonna be a champion or not we don't know yet he's still young uh, in the game in the UFC game but uh I think he's he's gonna be uh within a year he'll he'll either be a champion or be fighting for for a title, guarantee.
1: All right. That's bold. All right. And then the last fight on the main card was Dober and Camacho. Yeah.
0: I um, Dober is tough as nails. I kind of go back and forth on this fight in that I think Camacho is bigger, stronger, and, and one could have won the fight um, because he's bigger and stronger. But uh, Drew Dober is so good that they made it a good fight. Camacho definitely won the first round. And he was completely gassed after the first round. I don't know why. Maybe there's altitude in, uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. I, don't, I didn't think there was. But maybe there is. For some reason, Camacho shot his load. And he was done after the first round. Um, he definitely won the first round. Um, but then, uh, But then he came back in the second. Completely gassed. So he looks like he lost most of the second, but then he came back with a little bit of gas. So he was still game, but he wasn't dangerous anymore. He had some beautiful trips, beautiful uh, judo type sweeps. Um, Drew Dober is tough as nails. He came in there slugging it out. Um, really good t- tight technique and stuff. Really good striker. Um, Camacho. Still didn't get his gas back in the third, but he got a little bit of it back. So the third was a lot closer than the second. The second was all uh, Dober. The first was all Camacho, and maybe I guess the uh, the judges thought uh, Dober did enough in the third to win. I could see it that way because as good as Camacho looked in the first, um, he just he didn't have any of that left. But he still. Was doing some takedowns and some uh, some okay striking, but Drover was a lot more uh, active and 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 successfully active. I mean, he was he was actually connecting, so I could see that decision going that way. But I think he won because he's small because he's smaller. I think he's lucky that Camacho ran out of gas in the first round. But he's a tough son. It looks like there are different weight classes. I mean, when they were fighting, it just didn't look like they were the same weight class. But he's a really good fighter. I think Camacho will be back. You need to work on your cardio, bro. If you need help with your cardio, I'm really good at that. So you can text me, tweet me, leave a comment in this, uh, if you watch this, uh, wherever you're watching it, on YouTube or on uh, Facebook or on uh, Instagram or on, uh, on uh, where else do we go? Oh, Twitter. Get in touch with me. I'll work on your conditioning if you want. That's what lost that fight for you, bro. Your conditioning lost that fight for you. And guess what? Conditioning can be can be done. It's not. It's not. If you got like short arms, you'll never have long arms. If you don't have a chin, you'll never have a chin. All right. But if you don't have conditioning, you can build up your conditioning. So you just need to go do that.
1: All right. Well, that is interesting because someone asked last week on our podcast in the comments about Francis Ngannou and about him, you know, we talked a little bit about it, but they were asking about muscle twitch fibers and if you can train to change your muscle composition and that sort of stuff. So the answer to that is, you know, you're born with what you're born with as far as how many fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibers you have. Um, So somebody that's born a certain way is probably not going to be an Olympic marathon runner unless they have the genetics. But you can become a whole lot better. Maybe you won't be an Olympic athlete, but you can definitely become a lot better. So you can train your body to utilize those slow twitch fibers or to have more endurance also.
0: You can can develop faster twitch muscles. You can develop speed by working on quick combinations. Timing beats out speed. And timing you work on. A guy like Roberto Duran... Had perfect timing during his most of his career and it trumped speed all right mcgregor has more timing than speed right and you saw what happened with jose aldo um so you can work on your timing you can work on your speed but fast twitch slow twitch no twitch it doesn't matter conditioning comes from your cardiovascular system Okay, that can be worked on. So forget your, just because you have fast twitch muscles doesn't mean you don't have cardio. Just because you have slow twitch uh, fibers doesn't mean you don't have cardio. You Whether you have fast twitch, that means you're faster. Slow twitch, you have a little more long, long-term long uh, endurance like a marathon runner. But conditioning, explosive anaerobic
1: conditioning can be trained every single time so there's not an excuse for that well and also your muscles adapt to that but your muscles become more efficient at the type of training you're doing right. but you're not going to change the composition of what kind of muscle fibers you have yeah. you may fine-tune the ones you do have but you're never going to have you know you take an athlete like francis and who probably has a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers and he looks like he does he looks very powerful those muscles burn up energy fast and it's, that's the difference. That's the difference between slow twitch fibers where you take a marathon runner that you can look at the guy, you know, you might see him at the supermarket and not think anything of him, but he can run, you know, four-minute miles because his muscles are trained for that. He's not going to look like it, though. So, you know, So the answer to that question is kind of complex, and you're probably either born with whatever ratio you have or it develops as you're growing. But once you're, I think once you're done growing, you're not going to change that composition no. of your muscles
0: no but so you're always gonna fast twitch and muscles burn a lot of energy but you can still cart you can still work your anaerobic you look at some of the boxers look at look at tyson i mean you don't get much buffer than that and he would go 12 rounds just swinging the whole time look at roy nelson he's like adonis he never gets tired <laughs> that was a joke guys yeah. but anyway so all right, now we got what we got next is um DC against Stepic. So what that's
1: scheduled in the summer or something. So they call that a super fight. That is a super fight.
0: But it's a title fight too, right? Well, he's DC used super to fight, fight in heavyweight. Right. But
1: there are they so they fighting for a It'll be a title fight in heavyweight. He's going to come up to heavyweight to fight Stebay.
0: Yeah. So it's for the title? Yeah. So it's not a... I mean, that's not really considered a super fight. It's a title fight, then.
1: It's a title fight. Yeah. But you are bringing two title... They both have titles. Yeah. So and they're going to meet in Stipe's weight class, which might be a good weight class for DC. By
0: the way, guys, if you... Don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting sponsored by Stitch, who's one of the best cut men ever. Man, he has the best tape in the world. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're a trainer, or you wrap your hands, or you tape your hands... This tape, I've had every kind of tape. I've been doing this since 1974. Wrapping my hands, wrapping other people's hands, taping my hands. This is by far the best tape I've ever used on a fighter. And it splits so easily. Like, you know, you fighters that you, or us trainers, we split the tape. A lot of times you got to bite it, then it comes off unequal, and you got to throw part of it away. This is perfectly equal. It splits like this every single time. It is the best fight tape ever, Stitch. And he sells it. And it's you you can use it in the UFC. And if you have a UFC fighter. But most of the time, UFC, they have their own uh man. But like, if you're doing the smaller shows, like I'm doing one this week, I'm using only Stitch tape, guys. Stitch is not only the, the best trainer, uh man, one of them, ever. He's also... The inventor of the best tape. All right.
1: Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, you're like a cat, man. He's just all over the place. <laughs> we going to roll something shiny by you. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about DC and. Uh... Oh yeah, DC and Stipe. So, what do you think about that fight? I don't what like do you, it. You think either one of them has an advantage in that fight? For no, the no. And I don't
0: like the fight. I don't. I. I don't think it should happen. Uh, the only reason I do is because. There'll be a lot of money involved, and it's going to set them both up really good. So I guess it's good. I mean, I just I just want the, like, I like having Stiebig as the heavyweight champion and, and DC as the light heavyweight champion. And I don't know. why. I mean, why does he have to have two, two titles? Then I see, yeah, he's
1: 30-something, 30 38, 39. He said he's done by 40. He said as soon as he turns 40, he's not fighting anymore.
0: So, so he's I see got a few this,
1: fights left in him. I see this as a good thing for his family. He's a
0: great family man. He's a great man. They both are. I love both those guys. They're both blue-collar guys. and um, um, So I like it and I don't. I think it's going to be a really exciting fight. I, don't, I, I'm, I will never bet on this fight. I'm not going to predict this fight. I love both these guys. I think they both have the tools to beat each other. It just depends on who imposes whose tools more effectively or first. Um, um, But I'm really happy because it will set them up really good. They're both blue-collar. Steepig is going to have a baby soon. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, DC has two. I know he has one, maybe two kids. Maybe even three, I'm not sure. But he has kids. He's a family man. They're both family men. This is going to help them a lot. Uh, I just hope I I am not gonna I'll be watching like this.
1: That's how I'll be watching. You'll be watching it. I'll be watching it. We'll be watching it. We'll we watched watch all the fights together. Yeah, that that that's gonna be an interesting fight. I think it'll be a huge draw. Yeah. Um, unlike this fight, I think it's, they said it was a record low. <laughs> uh, I did I did read that about this last fight. So I think that's gonna be a huge draw. This for one? Yeah, the last fight. Well, it wasn't a pay per view. No, we just had I think. Fox didn't uh, have very good numbers.
0: Yeah, because th- I mean, because both of them aren't huge names, but for the hardcore, uh, Jacare versus Derek Brunson was very interesting matchup. Even though Jacare knocked him out pretty quick the second time, it was an interesting ma- matchup. But I could see it not really being that big. By the way, you know.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, this next, I think the fight with Stipe and DC is. Have you been be watching
0: uh, Jane the Virgin on Netflix? I have not. If you guys don't wa- haven't watched Jane the Virgin on Netflix or another one that's just coming up uh, is called um, it's called a uh, New Girl with that girl from uh, she was on Elf the, the the main girl character that ended up going you know hanging out with Will Farrell she has her a show do you know her name
1: I think it's Zoe something She's good
0: That's a good show so the two shows on Netflix I recommend right now are jane the virgin which is a really good series it's cute it's not like deep and really really good like dexter or sopranos or game of thrones you can kind of skip around a little bit but it's interesting it's cute little acting and shit and this other show uh new girls what's your what's your favorite netflix show
1: the one i started watching which i wouldn't recommend in mixed company is black mirror have you seen that
0: I watched like three of them. Did you watch the
1: first one? I did. I didn't really like it. Yeah, it was weird. I I couldn't get into it. Super weird. I'm not really
0: that into weird shows. I mean, Game of Thrones I thought was too weird, so I wouldn't watch it for years. And then when I finally started watching it, and then like sitting down and watching it, I couldn't take my eyes off it. We've gone through it twice completely, and then we're working. No, we've been through it once completely, and we're on the second time now. Sopranos is another great one. What's one you like on
1: uh, Netflix? I don't know. What would you recommend? I've watched, I watched like a season of something and then I don't have time to watch anymore. So you don't have any favorite show? Uh, I don't, I'm not really watching anything right now. I just started
0: watching that. Okay, let me tell you guys another. The best network show besides Modern Family, which is unbelievable. This Is Us. Oh my God. If you don't watch This Is Us, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sharon watches it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a,
0: it's kind of a chick flick show. It makes us cry a little. So my wife likes to watch with me because she loves to watch me. I like pretend I'm not tearing up. It's a freaking <laughs> good show. There's some good act, acting, and my wife likes to do it because it makes her feel empowered. Because then she's like over me, like, oh, you're crying, you little bitch. You know, Heather's like that. Yeah, I've seen she's, you interact. She's very. <laughs> she likes to demasculate de- de- me, and it's not hard to do either. So, anyway. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Was, All right, wait, guys. wait, wait,
1: wait. Before... So, what fighters? What fights do you have come up? Your fighters have a few fights on Friday?
0: I have two of my fights. Maybe three, but it looks like Gabby's opponent just pulled out. So, we have Isaiah Rocha. We call him Big Brother. He's 4-0. Four, oh, four first-round knockouts. And each one is getting shorter. It was like two minutes he knocked a guy out like a minute, 45 seconds. Then like a minute and a half. And then a minute. And his last fight was like 35 seconds. So, very good, very skilled, hands of steel, great submissions, great takedowns, great takedown defense, his fourth amateur fight. Then we have um, um, Isaiah, the Zen machine, uh, Hughes, he's 3-0. Um, he got a fight too, so it's them two. It's an amateur show in Visalia, five five nine fights. Um, any of you guys live anywhere around that? uh Visalia area I I recommend you go this these are real good shows I've been to a lot of amateur shows that are really run like shoddy this is run very professionally I mean it's like it's a camel fight which means it's it's sanctioned by the California amateur mixed martial arts organization and it's it's so it's run very smoothly very professionally um it's a, good, it's a good show. It's uh, 559 five, Fights. It's in v- Visalia. Uh, it's
1: this Friday. That's what, February 2nd? February yeah, 2nd. Yeah. It's
0: on, and then we have belt ceremony on uh, February 3rd here at the, the pit in Aurora Grande, 6 p.m. Anybody want to come watch? You're welcome to come watch our guys promote to the next belt. The doc is promoting. What are you getting? A green belt. Oh, Once you get green belt that's the level it's like it's like you're a pastel belt but once you hit green belt that's the hard belt like in the old days you had to get your green belt before you got your pit tattoo so that that was like the first hard belt and then comes like red brown and then black so that's that's a good congrats bro thanks bro. um and speaking of pit tattoos my stepson just turned 18 and he got his first tattoo. And I was really I was really honored because I didn't ask him to get a tattoo. I never suggested a tattoo. He actually went behind my back and found out where to get the tattoo, paid for it himself, and then then let me know he was gonna do it. And then he asked me uh, if I would please come with him. There it is. Yeah. Oh uh, there he is I right there. There's Tanner. It's a, that's Tanner. He just turned 18 Thursday. He got the tattoo this weekend. A guy named Jared Singer in Grover Beach. Best tattoo guy around. He does unbelievable work. So he did that tattoo on, on, on Tanner. Like Tanner went behind. He didn't even ask me or, or his mom. He set it up and then he asked me. It was really cute. He asked me if I'd go with him uh, to get the tattoo. But it was all his. He set it all up himself. He even paid for it himself. Really impressive, but anyway, I was honored that you know because that's me. That's supposed to be me, guys. Oh, you can't see. Oh, that's supposed to be me. With the this tattoo was start this this logo started in '85 when I was a little buffer, and uh, then we wanted to put like the the skeleton mask so it can make it look like it wasn't me because I don't want to put my face on it because then I'd always because I I knew I was gonna change and it just kind of looks weird like me standing there. So we thought a skeleton mask would look, and then the the girl that de- designed it wanted the hood on it, which is really good. I think that was really good touch. But that's supposed to be me. So every time, and all you guys that get pit tattoos, you're tattooing me on yourself. You didn't even know that. I just pretended it wasn't, and now I got you all fooled. But anyway, so that's it. Everything else right. good. That's good. So we'll all see. right, thanks guys. I will see you. Thanks for watching our. Uh, podcast please comment please subscribe we're on soundcloud too and please share this tell all your friends we have the hottest podcast in town uh i love you joe but watch out we're coming for you